Yo, yo, this is Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Yo, beautiful human. You clicked on our conversation with Quinn92, good human being. He has a brand new album out now. It's called A Letter to My Younger Self. If you haven't listened, click the link in the description below. Yeah, I have new things behind me. I moved. I'll unveil what's behind the curtain very soon. Okay, let's stop speaking. Uh, Let's talk to Quinn. Let's do this. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? How are you guys? Thanks for... uh... Thanks for taking the time to do this. This is, I know it's, I would much rather be in the studio with you all, but this is still, this is still nice. No, I mean, here's the deal. If this is going to be the way we have to do things for a minute, I, I will uh, accept it. I was very reluctant. I hated it. Yeah. And I just moved in the middle of a pandemic. So like, I'm not uh, officially settled in the new faux studio yet. Where'd you move to? Uh, I moved from West Hollywood more towards your hood. I'm in Westwood. I mean, like, I'm not, like, at the beach. You're, like, at the beach, right? I'm in Venice. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. Like, I Hi. can't do that. I'm not that. I, I'm afraid of sand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Sand and I have a ba- very bad relationship. A kid one time when I was growing up, Quinn, I'll tell you the story. Nobody cares. But a kid force-fed me sand, wet sand to be exact, and that sparked my fear. Like he for- he forced you to eat sand. Like he threw sand at my face repeatedly, getting into my mouth, and oh my that gosh. is what I ate. And that 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 it literally put a bad taste in my mouth for the whole beach thing. So you don't go to the beach anymore, dude. I've lived in LA now for five and a half years, and I haven't made it off the boardwalk area, and I've only been there twice. No, yeah. that's a that's traumatic, dude. Well, maybe maybe we can all go to the beach together. I can like help you with your first steps on <laughs> I think I might have to break out the wetsuit you know yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, an, I'm an anti uh, I'm an anti bathing suit person mm-hmm. so if I even growing up I, I'd be that guy who like didn't surf didn't boogie board but I'd wear one of those wet shirts you know yeah, yeah, it yeah. attached itself to my my giant curvaceous body <laughs> um and like you know it, it really did more harm than good truthfully <laughs> uh, enough about me a, a letter to my younger self don't wear the f-ing wet shirt yeah yeah that's a nice segue that was that, i don't know if you planned that or not but that was nice I like oh that. i don't know why i needed to talk about my past right now uh it's been a stressful week dude but your yeah. album was a really bright light for me today um and yesterday i've listened to it a couple times so thank you it's really it, it's a great body of work and I think it's based on reality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, but thank you for saying that by the way, but yeah, it's a, it's based on reality. It's based on like my four years in high school. That was like the goal of the album was to make a project that represented my high school experience because for me, and I think for so many others, like high school is such a, like, um, what's the word? Like a formidable, like experience, like it really shapes who you are. Um, so you think, and so it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like I wanted to make an album that gave my younger self advice, but also I wanted to talk to my younger self as like a 28 year old guy now who's like married and stuff and kind of say to him, like, don't get too kind of like, don't, don't be too hard on yourself during this time. Like, it's not that serious. Like, I think, I think back then we all think the person we're dating is the one we're going to marry or the friends we have are the ones we're always going to have. And if we don't fit into like, or if we get like a 
D on a math test, we're going to not have a job when we get, you know, like we kind of really stress out on things. And I kind of wanted to make this album to sort of, you know, let my younger fans know, but also my younger self know that like, you know, it's just a small chapter in the greater story of your life. And so uh, to just not take it too seriously, you know, and, and I'm also, I'm a big sucker for like, uh, high school movies and stuff so like uh, American Pie and everything that like really inspired me to make this album um, so yeah it was just it was a cool nostalgic sort of trip down memory lane to make all this and um, I think it's a I think it's something that people can relate to and I think it's something that is is kind of weirdly parallel parallels to this time we're in right now um, the songs weren't written about quarantine or racial injustice but a lot of those songs still do kind of like hold truth to what we're currently dealing with right now so yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting album that oddly fits in the time that we're living in right now so i hope people enjoy it i felt very understood by the album and and, and honestly from top to bottom it sounds like it kind of goes in order right like by the time yeah. you, you get to everything i needed it is like a realization you know yeah yeah that song's about graduation so like i'm glad you said that because that is that was the goal was to start the the start the album kind of as like freshman and senior year and so that last song is about like graduating and not really knowing what the future holds but understanding that everything that i need is right in front of me and don't have to get too stressed out but yeah, yeah. It's, by the way anthemic and really cool and different i, I like the, the the fake trumpet in there you know uh dude that's my uh that's my mouth that's my famous mouth trumpet Congratulate! Wow, what what a skill, and, and clearly one that's been just screaming to be paid off. You know, like and finally, can you do it for us? Oh yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I probably got to show you a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, a little bit. All right. I don't know if you need to warm up, like do you need to lubricate the lip? I know. I gotta wet my whistle a bit here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So it's like. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Dude, I, I feel like that's mostly like in the lips, right? Like what is there a technique there? Uh no, not really. It's just uh it's a lot in the lip. I I I don't really even know how to describe it, but yeah, kids, if you're watching this, that's how you uh if you want to get signed to a record label, you gotta know how to do that. So uh I'm joking. I'm well, joking. For, for, let's let's segue from that into Stacy. I think it's a very beautiful segue. Uh mm. Was that the first yeah. record to start off this album? Yeah, that that was the first. Honestly, that song inspired the entire album. Um, I wrote that song with John uh, John Bellion, who is always. I feel like a very common theme on your show is John Bellion. A lot of people come with these interviews and they somehow, one way or another, bring his name up because I just mm -hmm. think it inspires a lot of people. But yeah, John and I wrote that song along with Michael Pollock, um, who does a lot of like Laub's music and also. Mm -hmm. Oregon, yeah, Michael, Michael's insane. Um, so, like, I kind of got in the studio with a really good group of people, and we made that song. And I told them I was going for something a little more nostalgic, a little like late '90s kind of like alternative sound, but still sort of would fit in this modern pop world. And um, the the second that we kind of crafted the idea for that song, I just kind of had a realization that I wanted to make an album all about that high school and. Um, throwback sort of theme, um, and and I kind of just ran with it from there. But uh, but no, Stacy Stacy was the kind of the catalyst and like the thing that really sparked the inspiration to this project, which I've never that's never really been the case before. Like I've always gone into albums knowing what I wanted the theme to be about, but this was the first time where like I went into making a song without any idea what the album would be like, and that song sparked the inspiration for 
the whole body of work. So I mean, it's so good. It's essentially it's it's such a vivid story. You know, you can I've listened to it so many times, and I and I I could just see it so in my head. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Stacy makes an appearance later on in the album, so she really, you know, you you drop her name. I forget the song, but it is two tens. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Two tens. Yes. Good. Good job. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I thought that was cool because I've listened to um, like when I listened to like Good Kid, Mad City, which is clearly nothing like my album, but I like that Ken- Kendrick Lamar always mentioned um, Shireen. I think was his like high school girlfriend. And she kind of made an appearance on like a lot of the songs. Like he would drop her name um, on a lot of different songs. And I thought that just made it seem like a real story. You know, like I thought that was really cool how he painted like characters in his album. And so for me, I mean, I, I only did it on one other song, like two tens, but I, I, I still enjoyed that I did that. Cause I thought it was a little like, I don't know, kind of like tied in the story more and it made you more it, it, like, I wanted you to really get the idea. Like you said, Zach of like, painting it in your head and like envisioning like what high school I was talking about and where it was that I was when I was, you know, writing this song. So is Stacy real? She's based off someone. So yeah, I mean, her name, the girl who I'm referring to isn't Stacy. Like her name is not Stacy, but, um, but that person is a real person. Yeah. Yeah. So. You like your wife's name and Stacy too close, you know? Well, do you, okay. <laughs> can I actually say something? Because yeah, my wife's name is Macy. Who, have you met Macy? You've met yeah. Macy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came to the last interview we did, I think. I, yes, and I met her out, and I'm, I was coherent, and I was very aware of every <laughs> time I've met her. I mean, maybe once I wasn't coherent, but the other times, very coherent. Um, my yeah, friend's uh, bulldog's around here. I, I do want to I, I check in on your, 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 your children. Yeah, man. They're, they're running around somewhere. I'll have to get them in here, because I, I know you're a father, too, now, so we're going to have to set up some play dates i would uh, I, really you don't even need to talk to me dude you, we, yeah. we can just sit there in silence if you want yeah. i don't care I'll, yeah. I'll abide any rules i just my dog needs friends yeah so yeah we, ricky took him to the dog park the other day i'm like yeah. back to back to this um, no we'll talk about that yeah we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another time um no so um what was i saying i'm sorry uh you were, you were connecting the two yes yeah, stacy and macy so everyone thinks in like I'm happy you brought this up because I can maybe put this like theory to rest. But like a lot of my fans are like, well, if you, you know, if you go back into one of his Quinn's late, like my last album, I had a song called Iron Steel. And, and one of the lyrics in the song is um, writing lyrics that rhyme with your name. That was the lyric in the song. And so now with Stacy, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, his, his wife's Macy. That according to his like older songs, this might be. Yeah, Macy might be Stacy. You incriminated yourself. Yeah, that was all though. That was like not intentional whatsoever. That was just by chance. Like the song isn't about her, Um, but I think it's really it's clever how like people will string things together. But like, I kind of almost wish it was real because it's kind of sweet that like I had like some earlier songs that sort of like hinted at like this maybe being who I'm talking about in this song. But no, it's it's not that in depth. No premonition. Yeah, yeah. So was there, there was actually a girl who said, you know, you can call me by my name and nothing else, right? More, more or less. Yeah. Like, like just, yeah. Does she know uh, the songs exist? What's that? Does she know the record exists? I don't, I don't know. I've never, I haven't spoken to her in literally years. I mean, mind you, like my relationship with her was super vague to begin with. So like, we weren't even that close. Um, I don't even know if she knows like I'm, 
making music or anything, but uh, she, I don't know, she might know it exists, but to be honest, it's, it's, it hasn't really crossed my mind. Um, but I, but I, I, I like kind of picking out people in my experiences that like were just sort of brief glimpses and like helping me become the person I am today. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. She, she was, she fit that story well. And I'm glad I got to write a song about it, but I don't, I don't know if she knows the song or not. Yeah. Those moments, they end up being defining, you know, yeah. they stick with yeah. you. Totally. Totally. She's gone with the wind, but she had an impact that clearly lasted uh, and will last forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Stacy yeah. comes first. Does John work with you on other songs on the album or does he kind of just lay essentially the sonic tone, right? With that record. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. He just helped with that one. And then um, the plan was to make more music with him for the album. Um, but he was in the midst of, of, of releasing glory sound prep at the time. So, I mean, like we wrote this song a while ago um, and we just didn't get to work on um, as many songs as we wanted to, but, but I mean the, the one that he did work on, like you said, it really created like the soundscape for the entire record. So I brought that song to everyone that I worked with on the album. I worked with um, a really good friend of mine, Ahmad Royal, who executive produced basically the entire project. And I brought that song to him and I was like, hey man, I want to just make an album like this song. Like, can we just create this world together? And, um, and yeah, so, but that was a great reference to always bring in the studio to show people because I think once I showed them that song, they really understood like what what I was going for. Um, yeah, the, the, the direction was so clear, but in in a great yeah. way, you know, like people yeah. understand it, and it really did carry through beautifully. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It, yeah, there's like a novelty aspect, like record to like like it, it reminded me like you know, even with like Stacy's mom, um, which is like we get jokes sometimes still about that song with 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 our song, and but but even like Stacy's mom, it's such a novelty song that like. It was it was so like I love that both those songs are kind of in their own world and 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 you can you could probably make an album about Stacy's mom you know just as I made an album about that song Stacy so there's just a lot of like subject matter with 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 Stacy and everything so it was easy to show people and, and kind of run off with Fountains of Wayne one of the greatest bands to ever exist um, yeah really um, is that like was that their only like was like are they a one hit wonder would you consider no okay so that album was very defining for the genre and then i'm blanking on his name but he just recently passed i believe he was the writer and maybe the front man he went on to being one of the greatest like tv composers no and he way right for like movies and tv dan can you google his name for me if you get it get I, I know what you're talking about yeah i saw yeah. him he passed away recently right yes yeah and i believe it was you know tragically of covid yeah it was adam schlesinger um, yes yes and, and i i believe he won emmys like he was highly respected in a whole different realm of music yeah but that song i mean dude i'm from wayne new jersey which houses fountains of wayne so i am slightly uh i am slightly a little bit more gung-ho Bias. yeah Bias. that's yeah. the word i'm looking for <laughs> yeah i always got founds of wayne and bowling for soup uh, like i thought those were the same bands for like a very long time <laughs> come on 1985 yeah bro yeah. And, and there was one guy he was like one of the members of that band was m morbidly obese and like <laughs> really yes yeah google that one for me daniel more was, was the obese bowling for soup band member bowling for soup was the second concert i ever went to first one i went to by myself no <laughs> way yeah That's such a alone to a well not like by myself without my parents back in like middle school 
Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. It wasn't 18 over? Uh, I don't remember. Well, maybe I did have a parent now that I'm thinking about it, so I could have just lied. Okay, great. I (laughs) wish you said – it'd just be funny if, like, you – I, like – Someone told me, like, Bowling for Soup's my favorite band. Not to say that, like, they couldn't be your, your favorite band, but, like, I don't know. I just think that'd be, that'd be so funny. Also, I think about – when I think about Bowling for Soup, I also think of 303 for some reason. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, the whole – they're from Denver. Yeah, that whole, like um, – oh, dude, I, uh, like, electronic hip-hop punk emo thing like it was amazing them and metro uh, metro station i also loved they're not like 303 but like no but like same veins yeah bamboozle warp poor crowd like mm-hmm. yeah yep. by the way that was dude i can't even like do you remember the fucking ready set of course mm-hmm. yeah like where is he i had that conversation recently with somebody and i'm like i tried googling him couldn't find him um yeah I've, this, wait, not the all, ready, no, all, not the ready set. No, I'm talking about somebody else. The ready set. Jordan is amazing. He writes. I'm talking about what's his name? He was another guy. I will get his name. Wait, he was he was his own band, like one. Person? Yes, it was one guy, and he would play with the guitar. Oh my gosh, what's from his, that era? Yes, not the ready set, dude. He's had hits. Ready set has two different hits to his name. Both were top forty smashes. And Jordan writes. Yeah, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never shout, never. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ricky. I was going to say, don't feel bad. Never shall never. We're talking about this, but don't feel bad because this is all on brand with, with nostalgia. And this is what the album was supposed to, supposed to do. So we are, we are still on track right now. So. Yeah. Cobra Starship. They were one too. Cobra Starship. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game support is a great guy. He was Cobra Starship, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Sleep While I Drive. Great record. Let's just dive right back in. I think that's my favorite one off the album. Because Thanks, there's man. such a bigger message there. Thanks, man. I Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Um, dude, we, yeah, we, um, I wanted to go for something kind of like Tame Impala-esque on that one, and, 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 but still have this sort of vintage grainy feel. And yeah, that song is about just like, look, like you can, uh, you can kind of put all your baggage on me and I'll just take it from here. And you guys, you can sleep while I metaphorically drive us into shelter, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but you know, yeah. Ash, Ash is on that song. Who's a great friend of mine. She's having such a cool moment right now, which I think is awesome with her song world story. And so to get her to, you know, get on this album, she was on the last one, but you know, to get her on this album and just while she's having this moment is, is really special. I'm really, and I know you're going to be more bummed than I, but I had like three or four trips planned around your different shows this summer. I was going to go to Red Rocks. Were you really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wanted to see that Jeremy Zucker and the whole crew, Chelsea yeah. and you. And then I was going to go to New Jersey to see you and Ash and Hobo, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. AJR, PNC. Yeah, a lot of your, you like really, you're friends with like, all, like you're like in the mix with everyone on that lineup. I, I love all of you and PNC <laughs> is my favorite venue of all time. And I'm really, I mean, I'm no, I can't be more bummed than all of you, obviously, but I was really looking forward to that lineup and to that mix of talent because it is really unique. And I thought it's cool. I thought it was a cool lineup. Thanks man. Yeah, I know. It's such a bittersweet thing. Um, we're hoping that we're hoping to come back, you know, strong and, and do something special. Like can't really say what it is now, but we're, we're, we're trying to come back with like, you know, something special planned just to kind of make up for that. But you're right, dude, it sucked. Like Red Rocks was going to be such a special moment for, for me and, you know, the whole mutual friends group with Jeremy and Chelsea and AOK. And yeah, it just would have been awesome to have like all of our friends and family there. But 
like I said, I think hopefully if we come back next year with maybe like a little tour lined up, I don't know. I can't really speak on it yet, but we'll see if, if, if that happens. But, but yeah, in the AGR guys, like, dude, I could, I, I, I was honestly bummed. Cause I just like, I've heard such good things about their show and I just wanted to kind of see it every night, like side stage and just check it out. And I guess I'll just have to wait, you know, until, until the next time. But um, it's pretty wild. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's a good show. It's yeah. really cool. And it's technologically. Right. I, well, I hear it's like a Broadway performance and, and like, I just, I just want to experience that myself, but yeah, man, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll make up for it. I'm sure. But it, it just, it's a tough time for everybody right now, but I think that's why I can deal with it though. Cause it's not like I'm just being punished. Like it's the entire industry, the whole world, everybody. you know, everybody so, we're yeah. all in this together. Truthfully, yeah. so wear a mask. Yeah. So right. You want to cut it down. If you really want to be able to go back to some form of normalcy, wear a mask. It's not mm -hmm. political. Cut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's humanitarian. Zach Sancho. Yo, beautiful human. The only thing I put under my armpits is native deodorant. I love it. I'm actually kind of obsessed with it. It makes me smell great. Plus it's made with things that I understand. I love reading a label and understanding what I'm putting on my body. Ingredients include coconut oil, I know it. Shea butter. I know what that is. Tapioca starch. Plus, it's vegan. And it's aluminum free. And it smells great. And it works great too. Dan, I'm going to get you native. I'm going to get you a stick. Oh, I would love that. I think you're a uh, lavender and rose guy. I, I think that's really going to come through your pores. Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. My favorite, vanilla coconut. Great scent. Been wearing it for a while. But I might try cucumber and mint. But there's 10 flavors, and they rotate flavors. There's 10 cents. You cannot eat these. But they smell so good that you, you might think about licking it. Uh, there's 10 cents that rotate seasonally, so there really is something for everybody. And you should sign up for their newsletter if you want to be in the loop on what's new and what's happening. Also, if you want to try out Native, I'll hook you up with a discount, 20% off, if you go to nativedeodorant.com slash Zach. And when you check out, use my name as the promo code. That's Zach. Z-A-C-H. Use that at checkout. Native deodorant. I, I wouldn't be telling you about it if I didn't love it. Nativedeodorant.com slash Zach. 14,000 five-star reviews. Plus, it's easy to purchase and it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, send it back, get your money back. You can do it within the first 30 days. But did I mention 14,000 five-star reviews, Daniel? That's pretty good. Nativedeodorant.com slash Zach. 20% off. Use my name for the promo code. Smell great. Zach Sancho. How do you, do you go to Ash with a, back to business, do you go to Ash with a song finished or do you want to write this with her? Like, do you have an idea and, and essentially craft it out and then try to fill a gap? Or does this song come from a session together? It kind of varies. Um, she and I actually wrote together, there's a song on the album called Coffee. That was one of the singles. She and I wrote that song together um, just like on a piano. Okay. So, I mean, songs can be birthed that way. Other times, like with Sleep While I Drive, I wrote that song by myself and I was just like, I think she'd be great on it. Just texted her it, sent it to her, and she hopped on the bridge in the, in the, in the couple of the choruses. But um, no, so to answer your question, it kind of varies. Um, I, think, I think what's so cool when you have friends like that talented, I don't think it really matters how you make the song. Like they're going to fit in, you know, regardless. So um, it's great. I'm super happy she was a part of it. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it just, it depends on, it depends on certain songs. I think some are easier. Some you, some you can just like call on friends to hop on. Other times you kind of have to sit down and make it from scratch. Um, but in this case, it was something I, I just sent to her and she was like, yeah, dope, I'll hop on it. And, and yeah, it was pretty organic. Was it a song that you knew needed two sides to the story, essentially? I didn't, you know what's funny? I didn't, I wrote the song 
without that perspective. And then when I was done with recording it, it hit me. I was like, oh, it kind of made, it kind of would nice. It would be nice to throw like a female's thought on this song. And so, um, yeah, it kind of it kind of struck me once everything was done. Um, I probably could have released it as just my perspective, but I think she really brings a really cool like sense to the to the record and, totally. and evens it out a bit. Whole new dynamic and a whole new layer. Yeah, yeah. Um, am I high right now? I mean, is, I don't think there's a, a record that speaks to me more. <laughs> um, like truthfully, yeah. usually yes, uh, <laughs> but but I understand ex- everything you said, dude. Uh, that one is that like I I wanted to because in my head, and I think you guys probably all have this image is like of like the first time you smoked weed, for example. Um, and and for me, like that was such a like I use the term historical lightly, but like it was his, like for me, it was like such a like a memory to to like always think about because it was with all my like like some of my best friends I still have to this day, like in my friend's backyard, like in the summertime in Michigan, and it just kind of like summed up like this summer I had in high school, and um, yeah, I just wanted to make an album that kind of like spoke on just like that feeling of that that feeling you've never felt before you know and even if even though it is just like it's, it's weed like i still think that's like that is an interesting topic and uh yeah i just wanted to make like a very like visual song and i may or may not have smoked a little bit to get into the, the mindset for that but um it it was it was a cool thing to do and just kind of act like a kid again and just kind of say words that just float off the brain and you know even though they might have not made that much sense i think that was the point was to kind of just be like very visceral with it and just i don't know like just be a little kid about it so no and then black bear comes on the song and he, he has a really cool perspective too so it's uh it's a it's a fun one for sure how does that one work is that one where you finish and then you give it to him or does it start from so dude what's funny is so i sent that song to him What's funny though is my so Macy is an interior designer and she's actually designing his house right now the interior wow. and so I wasn't even close with him it wasn't like like I literally have to give all the credit to my wife on this because she he he knew that she was married to me but but it wasn't like we were talking before that and so she was like hey Mike's got like a song he was thinking about like maybe sending to you and he's like yeah, yeah like just like let's let's talk about it. And sure enough, he like hit me up on Instagram and I sent him the song and he got on it. And so, yeah, like I have to give full credit to my wife on A&Ring that for me. First of all, I love that. Your house must be gorgeous. I like, I really like it. Um, She did an amazing job. We're in the office right now. We got to, we got to hang some stuff up. This looks kind of like a psych word behind me a little bit, but uh, very white walls, but um, no, she's, she's brilliant she's she's starting her own company out of my garage right now with a friend of ours and she's killing it so i'm very lucky i'm like in a relationship with someone who has taste because i don't know if i would if i would like do a good job at any of this so yeah by the way please don't speak on your white walls daniel has a red lawn chair that's his (laughs) only piece of furniture in addition to a bed and that's no way no that's not a joke no i own nothing i own absolutely nothing dan let's set up a meeting i'll get you a quote on how my wife can help you <laughs> i mean i'd be down although i do have a fiddly fig in my apartment i see you got a nice one over your shoulder right there 
You know what's funny too is this thing was dying for a very long time and we just kind of got it back to life. Um, we've been having to move because our, our house gets like good sunlight, but there's certain pockets of the house that like are totally dark. So it's been, it's been like a constant rearranging game of just like where to put plants. But yeah, the, uh, the fig trees are, it's a vibe for sure. I do a little bit of meditating in here. It's nice. It's, it zens me out a bit. So, so Dan, you have, a, you have a red lawn chair and a fig? Yeah, but I just don't like owning things. I just feel like it weighs me down when I want to move or go somewhere. I have to pack it all up. Like, Zach, you just moved and it was a fortune, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it cost me. I'm the same. Dan, I, I know what you're saying. I'm the same way. I kind of, for, for a while, I've always like, I'm going to move soon. Why do I, why do we need furniture? Like, well, we need furniture, but like, why do we need paintings and everything? And, yeah. but I just, I, I don't think you can think that way. I think you're just going to like, you just got to pull the trigger and get something. You're going to go crazy. You yeah, need to yeah. set a tone. You need to set an energy with something. If you wake up every day and it's just white, I, it's just too much. Like, I mean, Dan, like, are you, Dan, are you single? Oh yeah. 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 So that's Absolutely. probably, I, I, I guarantee you the minute you get a relationship, it's all going to change. I promise you. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure no girl would walk in here and be like, wow, I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, there's nowhere for them to sit. It's, you're going to stand and they're going to be in the red well, chair. I will say though, Kim and Kanye's house, I don't know if you've seen it. There's like, they have like no furniture at all. Yeah. So you can just, you can just say you're going for like a very modern look and you know, <laughs> might work. Yeah. Kim well, be my inspiration. Walmart <laughs> modern. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The next song, Red Lawn Chair. How is that song? Sounds like a country song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the trumpets on a letter to my younger self. Are those real, actual brass? Um, those are not, those aren't the mouth, the famous mouth trumpet that you heard earlier. That's no. actually, that's actually like trumpets. Um, not real trumpets. There's just like a program sound that we use for it. But um, good. Yeah. It's yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, that record, like at what point in this album do you craft the title track? That was okay. So, I mean, obviously that's the title track, but it wasn't until I didn't know what the album was going to be called. And then we were sitting in the studio session for that song and Ahmad, who I was mentioning earlier to you, who kind of really um, executive produced this entire record was just like, why don't we call it a letter to my younger self? It kind of sums up the entire concept of the project. And, um, yeah, just, it was such a light bulb moment and I just was like, all right, that's genius. Let's do it. And yeah. So, and what's, which is also different for me because I, I'm, I'm always so particular in like what I want to call my albums and it's always me who comes up with the titles and I'm normally very just like, let me handle it. I'll come up with the title, I'll let you guys know what it is. Um, but for that, for that instance, like that one just made so much sense to call it it. And I've never had a self-titled track either. Like I've never had a song and the same album and the album be the same title so i thought that was a that was like a cool change for me i mean it sounds literally if you listen top to bottom it's a letter to your younger self every yeah. song has a purpose every song essentially passes on a lesson i thought when i was listening to it dude that's the point thank you for saying that i appreciate like that that's the goal so hopefully everyone shares that same opinion <laughs> do you get in with bob when you craft uh this with Mr. Logic or is it kind of, is it done separately? He's, he's in a, he's in a very like, um, what's the, uh, like a transitional point in his life. Like he just had a baby. He's, he's, um, verse, right? Yeah, Can you tell yeah, story? yeah. His whole verse is like speaking to his, his fans, but, and also his son that he just had, um, that was that was that was a situation where I was just like, dude, if you want, if you can get on this, I would love to. If not, I totally understand. You're you're a very busy person right now. You have 
babies, diapers, all that stuff. Just got married. Like he's in a, he's in a, he's in a world of his own, but he, he, he got on it. He was, he found some time to record a verse down. He played like 64 bars down. Like he, he raps like, it doesn't sound like he's rapping as much as he is, but we actually had to craft the production in that verse to make it progress. So it doesn't, it didn't feel as if like it was too stretched out, but like in the original version, it was just like a loop of the drums and it was like a ton of rapping. And I was like, Oh, this is like, this is like, I love this, but it's, it's almost like too much. But then we actually, uh, we, we scaled the production differently and we kind of like made it arc a little bit. So it felt like it was telling more of a story. Um, but I mean, look, wow. I'm happy. I got, I'd, I'd rather get 64 rap bars from logic than nothing. So, um, and his fans, I think, I think for his fans too, like, He's been on a bit of a hiatus lately until he drops um, his next record. And I think it's great that he got to like reintroduce himself back into the scene on this song. I thought that was really special and I'm super humbled that he got to do that. So his fans have been really cool reaching out to me and just saying like how much they love that he got to be on a song and we like, they got to hear his voice again. So it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah. I, I find that really interesting how the production had to really kind of shape its way to the lyrics, right. To help tell that story and to help make it flow. Yeah. In a way that really, you know, made the most impact. Yeah. One of the thing, things that stands out from our first conversation was that you used to use AirPods, right? When you were like, you know, working oh, on records. Do you still yeah. do that? I do. I do. I've actually down, I've actually like downscaled, is that the word? Downscaled or like. Downgraded? Downgraded. Downgraded. Yeah. To now I'm just using like the standard uh, corded ones. Whoa. Um, the ones that Dan's got. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, a dude, I'll say it. I said it last time I was on the show. I'll say it again. Like, I, I just feel like when I listen to songs, um, on, on those types of headphones, I just, I feel like if it sounds good on that, it just, it just yeah. makes, it just, it's more clear to me, you know, and I, I prefer kind of using one, so to speak, but I also like, I'll listen to those for everything though. Not even just like my own like mixes and stuff. So it's just all it's all perspective, I guess, preference. I listened to the album using my AirPod Pros, and it sounded superb. <laughs> really yeah, vivid made, stuff, man. I made this song just for AirPods and um, <laughs> Apple, Apple plug, whatever headphones. I can't even like. And Tim Cook it. isn't even in, you know. Like, yeah, you really should get in on this. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. What What do you think of Daniel? Well, sleep when I drive sounds great in a car. Do you ever test your music that way? Because that's like a great driving song. I, a little bit. Um, my car's my car system is is not too great, but I've played it in other people's cars, and yeah, the the, the whole car test is always was that's like the really old school way of listening to music. Like if it people always say like if it doesn't like bump in your car, like you got to change something about it. Um, but yeah, you know, sleep while I drive is a good one in the car for sure because literally, you know. It's, the, the song is about driving, so I think it just mm-hmm. helps that you're listening to it in a car. But also sound systems in cars are normally much better than, obviously, headphones. So, uh, no, but I don't, do much of the, I don't do much of the album listening in my car, weirdly enough. I'm more of like a podcast person <laughs> and, like, talk radio. and So um, I'll listen to it when I'm, like, you know, on the Sonos cooking or something, or, like, I'll just mm-hmm. put my earphones in, yeah. Good taste in the car. Good taste. Quality oh, yeah. content. Keep it NPR. Clean. NPR. And a lot of like um, spiritual podcasts, like affirmations and stuff, you know, because when I'm driving, when I'm driving on the 405, I want to like rip my brain out. So like I need someone to like calm me down. Um, 
and that's what that's what I get. I need my affirmations just to kind of zen me out a bit. The two eyes: information, enlightenment. Okay. Enlightenment starts with an E. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> How did you graduate high school? What? Barely. Zach thought that was that was so intelligent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was waiting for the moment to say it too. Like he was waiting uh, yeah, for the was. moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. we, could, we could end it right there. That's perfect. <laughs> I, I want to ask, was it hard? Like you probably graduated like nine, 10 years ago at this point. So was it hard looking back and putting these stories together and trying to figure out what exactly happened in those moments? Honestly, I, I think it, it was easier than I thought because um, I guess I didn't realize how still like on my like brain those stories are. Like I think, I think once I went down like one rabbit hole of memories, like they all just started kind of coming back naturally. Um, so yeah, no, that's a that's a really good question. I I I do think though it wasn't that it wasn't as tough as I thought. Um, sometimes I think I had to like I, I I'm not even joking. I actually like went through my yearbook at one point and just kind of like scrolled through some pages to kind of pick up any type of inspiration. But that was like on one occasion. Other times I just felt like, I mean, I really enjoyed my high school experience. So I think I've always I just I've, I think about it more often than I would expect to. So those, when it was time to talk about certain memories, it just kind of came naturally. Yeah. Zach Sang Show. Yo, beautiful human. Message and data rates may apply. Have you been thinking about going back to school? If the answer is yes, you really should think about the following stuff. Do you need flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Are you coming from a school? Like, do you have to transfer credits? When you move to a new school and uh, do you want to earn a highly respected degree from a world-renowned university? If you, friend, answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University really could be the school for you. Arizona State University right now offering over 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree that students earn on campus, all designed by their world-renowned faculty. You're learning the good stuff. Plus, you do it from wherever you are, totally on your schedule. You can be at home. You can be on the road. ASU online degrees, they kind of morph to you. Why not learn more? If you're interested, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. Discover for yourself why ASU has been ranked number one for innovation for the last five years in a row and why 90% of ASU grads are recruited or offered jobs within 90 days of graduation. That's wild. Learn to thrive at Arizona State University. If you want to learn more information, just, again, text my name, Zach, to 35517. Show. Do you still have friends from high school? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 mainly all back in Michigan, but um, yeah, I got like a really solid crew of like friends there. Like mainly like a big group of guy friends that I have, and um, you know they're all getting engaged and are married right now and stuff. And we're all kind of doing our own adulting. But no, they're all they're all yeah, they're all still friends. And it's I think that's a really special thing to you know to to hold on to those friends. And um, it's very rare, so I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, Definitely super grateful that I got I got some homies back home that I can see when I when I go back there. It is good because it, it keeps you in touch with who you, you are. Yeah, and it keeps it keeps me grounded too because like if I, I mean they see me out here in California and they think they think oh Hollywood and everything, but like if they see me doing some dumb, like they'll call me out on it and they'll they'll like they'll put me in place and check me a bit. So you need that, you know, you need you need someone to ground you, and luckily I have like. 20 people to ground me and they're all like they're all different so yeah it's, it's good meeting strangers when i'm listening to that record it, to me it sounds like the stage like post being in a relationship or hooking up with mm -hmm. someone where you're like 
forced to meet all these new people. Yeah, it, it, so you got it, you got it basically right. Um, it, it was the transition I went from, what I was going through from my senior year in high school to my freshman year in college. And that was, and that summer I got dumped by my then girlfriend. Um, and that was the girlfriend that I wrote like straight jacket about. And that she's been like the big piece to a lot of my music. Um, she knows that these songs are about her by the way too. So back to what you asked me earlier, like does Stacy know it's about her? Like, I don't, I don't really know if she does, but that girl definitely does. Um, so no, the meeting strangers was about me. I had a really tough freshman year of college. Like I was super depressed. I went home like every weekend because I just didn't want to like branch out and meet people. I was just so heartbroken. And it was because she, she was younger than me. So she was becoming a senior in high school. So I think I like subconsciously wanted to like be back in my hometown because I felt closer to her and it was a whole thing. Um, so that song is about just like trying to meet strangers and trying to meet not only just like new girls, but just like new people in general. Um, but having this like, closed-mindedness and just not being able to like like the wound is still so fresh that it's like you don't know if you can just like forget that it happened and, and move on so it was a weird time for me because like yeah like I that was the first time I ever got broken up with like dumped and it was also the first time you know I was entering college so it was a very like heavy moment for me um so yeah that song's special for sure it kind of touches on a lot of things that I was going through at that time um but made me stronger, I think. And I, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm glad I got, <laughs> I got through it. And Sublimity, I think I'm glad I, she broke up with me because it, it, it created some pretty great songs, in my opinion. So, yeah. Is there a record off this album that best describes where you're at now and who you are now? I think it's Everything I Need, which is the last song off the album, which we talked about. And that song was written about graduation, high school graduation. Um, but the lyric in that chorus is everything I need is in front of me. Um, and I think right now as, as, as a person, as like a adult and everything and like someone who's getting in really in touch with like faith and spirituality and uh, meditating and being present and just enjoying the moment. Like that song really represents, I think who I am right now because I think it's so common that we just focus on what's next and what is, you know, how do we get from point A to point B and, we don't really enjoy the moment of getting there um, because, and speaking of AGR, actually they have a lyric in Neo, Neo theater. It's like, what's the, Zach, you might know. What's the first song off Neo theater? Yeah. It sets up the entire thing. Um, they said it in your, and they said it in, in their interview with you. And I love this, but I, it, not to cut you off, but they were saying like, um, next up forever, next up, next up forever. And I love that concept of like, the feeling of be, of getting of being next up is actually much better than being the guy like being the number one like being to that point that you always want to get to so it's like that come up and it's that it's that idea of like traveling to get to that point that is really the great part and once you get there it's not as exciting so for me what why i say that is because i think this everything i need song represents me the most is because i think like being in the present is actually like the best part of, of being alive. And it's like, you're not going to really, I don't think like, I don't know, like you're, you're just, it's not going to feel as fulfilling once you get to where you want to go. Um, like once you have everything you want, I think you'll look back on getting there and that's going to be more exciting than, you know, having everything with you. If that makes sense. I know that's kind of. It's the journey. It's not really the destination. Yeah. Uh, people exactly. say like sexual tension and the foreplay is better than the actual sex. 
what? All right, guys, this was great. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> does that, does that, does not, no, nobody? No, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I'm not going to speak on my situation. <laughs> well, really did something to a beautiful moment, which is you got to enjoy the journey as opposed to being focused on the destination. And I, I, that song next up forever in my life felt, felt very understood, right? There's this, there's this love and this anticipation and this hype around getting there, you know, mm-hmm. and then, but, but sometimes it's like, and a lot of people, they just go from one to the next to the next. And you don't even, you don't even soak in what the next was. No, no, no. Like you're, you're in it. We're all in it currently. We're all experiencing that moment that we wanted forever like right now and like i think you know i don't know it's yeah not to get too philosophical but yeah i just i think that song really represents me right now and just kind of where my mind's at thinking and especially with everything going on i think this has really given me a chance to like as i'm sure it has all you guys like a chance to just really have a perspective shift and and think about things differently and so yeah it's um it's a it's a good that's a that's a good song i think that really kind of encapsulates like how I'm doing and like who I am right now. When did you finish this album? I finished it. I thought I finished it in November. And then we realized that we wanted to kind of push the envelope a little more and see what we could get. We could get a couple more, um, more songs on it. And we did. Um, so I, I ended up finishing it the top of the year. So right around like middle of January, it was, it was, it was done. Yeah. Are you, what were the songs that you added? We hadn't we hadn't added second time around, which actually comes out tonight, um, which was which is a single, and I think it's like the most powerful song I've ever put out. Um, which is yeah, about it's just, a great song. Thank <laughs> so to you. think yeah, that you I wouldn't know. have it on there is kind of crazy. I, I know it, it is. I know, and more often than not, I feel like that's kind of the common theme. Is like I'll think I'm done making the album, and then my manager will be like, "Ah, right, let's like let's just try to go a little more, and like go to the studio for a couple more weeks. Let's see what we get." And that's, that's kind of when we always get like the real good ones. Um, so I'm glad I have someone in my like team who constantly challenges me. Cause, cause like you said, like I wouldn't have had this song if I didn't, you know, keep pushing myself. Um, but yeah, no, I just think, I think, uh, yeah, that song's really, really, really special and really kind of also is like very parallel. It parallels this time we have right now with, with just kind of like getting a second chance at sort of like hitting the reset button on life and, you know, changing our ways a bit and you know being on the right side of history and stuff that song is more about self-forgiveness and just like self-love but i think it ties into what we're doing right now but by, by the way i think about it all the time if i can go back i would do so much differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know what's funny is you know what's funny though zach is like i think that way too but i don't think about it from like a regretful standpoint like i don't regret the things i didn't do but you, but you still think about it as like, I will, I, I would, I would do that differently, but I don't regret that. At least for me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I don't regret things that have happened, but I would like to change things um, if I could. But You don't I, regret where it yeah. led you. You don't regret the actions, but would you go, but if you, if you went right in one situation and you know, later on in life that you should have went left. Right. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think about cancel culture when I, when I heard that song, cause like we've all made mistakes in our past. No one's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody on the internet's getting canceled for past mistakes. I'm like, look in the mm-hmm. mirror. Are you perfect? You've probably 
fucked up a thousand times too. Dude, a hundred percent. And we're like, we're in the thick of cancel culture right now. I mean, like I, 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 I'm not a big fan of cancel culture in general, but like there's been a lot of stories coming out lately and it's just, you're right. No, Dan, you're totally right. Like it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, it speaks on that subject too, but it's, it's nuts. Yeah. And no one's perfect. So that's kind of what the song is trying to get, get across. Notice me that, that spoke to me as well. I feel like that was, uh, was that based on reality? Yeah, that's a, that was about just me being like the shy kid in high school and not really talking a lot in class and uh, having like the courage to speak up on things, but just never doing it. Like just being too afraid of what people would think of my ideas and, um, and yeah, almost being like, I have dreams, but like, eh, whatever, if those dreams don't come true, I'm, I'm complacent with what I have. And kind of just like waving the white flag a bit and being like, if, you know, if they don't come true, they don't come true. Um, which wasn't like a great, I don't think, place to be in. Like, like it wasn't like, I don't know. There was, I had motivation, but I was also like, I was almost more willing to like say, screw it. Like if, I, if it doesn't come true, like whatever. And I don't think that's like, that's like not how I don't think people should live their lives. So um, kind of wanted to bring that, topic up that that's one of my favorite songs on the album um and i'm actually playing guitar on that song too so got to flex a bit of my musicality (laughs) so yeah but uh no that one's special to me for sure you were okay with settling if your dreams didn't come true almost like it would like that'd be an excuse right Mm -hmm. yeah like it almost not not even like an excuse but i was just I don't know. I just sort of looked at it like, Hey, well, I mean, I tried, that's good enough. And I understand that like when people have that philosophy, like I, I get it. Like, look, if you don't try, that's, that's even worse, but at least like you, you put your foot forward and you, you try to make something happen. But for me, I was almost like I was accepting in high school that I was just the shy kid. And, and it like, I was almost more comfortable knowing that than, trying to realize like my true potential as like a person and an artist and everything. And I was almost just accepting the fact that like my shyness was going to make me not have a, you know, some sort of success or like stand out. Um, And then I just kind of snapped out of it at one point. Like it was really weird. I I just sort of like, what pushes that? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was through, it was through talks with friends and showing some, some friends, my ideas and getting those early like affirmations of like positivity and those compliments um and and little by little they just sort of like com- compounded on each other and sort of like gave me more confidence um it was it's weird though because like i said i was shy in class but like i had friends like i was a social person but um but yeah there was something about just sort of like like being vulnerable and showing people my music that i was really scared of and it wasn't until like my like last days of high school that i kind of just said screw it i'm like there enough people like this where I'm just going to make a push for it. And I put out my first like mixtape and just kind of like went from there. But yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing. Like I commend anybody who makes art because you, you're putting yourself on the line. Like you're, you're wearing your emotions on your sleeve and, and, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's not an easy thing to do, but I, but I also don't think you should just like, like I said, sort of wave a white flag and just cause you're a shy person. Don't just think that like, that's going to be your end all be all. Like you can use that shyness and then, speak on speak on topics that help the other shy people that don't have a platform you know to sort of use that as like your motivation so yeah you, um, use your art as your voice I, that's really, right 
it's very it's cool it's it's cool to see that turn into all of this like are you still scared today when you put something out like even this album yeah honestly not really i'm so happy i'm 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 super like honestly blessed that i'm not i don't feel that way because um i think at this point the all cards are off and i just gotta i have to be like i have enough people in my corner and like really paying attention to what I, what I say that I, I can't afford to be scared and I have to just kind of go, go for, like go forward with my ideas. Um, and, and yeah, so I, but I, look, I, I, my fans are exactly like the reason why I have the courage to do that. Like they're my motivation and the fact that I get people messaging me, you know, that the music helps them so much. Like that's the exact reason why I can say things that make me a little uncomfortable because you know, I know, I know there's people out there that want to hear those things. So it's a two way street for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, ears on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah by the way, you need to listen to this album, uh, a letter to my younger self. It is courtesy of Quinn 92. And, and usually I ask the question, but I'm going to, I'm going to demand that people listen in order because it flows you know, it flows beautifully one song to the next. Like it, it, they make sense together. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Yeah. And sonically too, I think we tried to like put certain songs in order that just kind of flowed naturally. Not even just like the lyrics that told the story, but like the, the rhythms of the songs and the energy, it just kind of all comes full circle a bit in my opinion, at least. So, um. A sonic journey, truly. <laughs> Question do you believe that you started or what are the founding members of adding your, your birth year or age to the end of your name? Because after Quinn XCII, AKA Quinn 92 was born, at least in my bubble of life, then I, I see other, you know, people popping up with, you know, either their birth year or their birthday, you know, I don't know. I never thought, I've never thought about that. I joke with a friend of mine, uh, Alexander23, who uh, yeah. he's an incredible artist. Um, but we always say we have like screen name artist names, you know, like AOL. Like, like it's, that's what it feels like. So I was like, we, we have to make like a boy band up that just is named like AOL or something. And we make like a whole project about like that era with like, because our names are just so like out of that, you know, time. But uh, I don't know. That's. I can't really, are there people that come to mind? Cause I mean, like, look, some people are like, you ripped off Charlie XCX to me. And I totally understand that. She doesn't go by Charlie. Like that's not, is XCX a Roman numeral? I don't even know. I don't think so. No. Yeah. So, so I've been, I mean, I've been, I'm not going to say accused, but people will, will people be like, Oh, like Charlie XCX, Quinn 92. Like I can't, there's such common names. Um, I wouldn't say I started it. I, I, I'm not really sure. Um, I'm flattered if more people are doing it, if that they think it's cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I am not really sure. Uh, is I'd have to look that up, but <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get you a full list. of. Give me, artists. give me a list, put it on my desk by Monday. I'll uh, let you know. Got it. <laughs> I think. Yeah, <laughs> Alexander I, quickly, Charlie XCX, XCX, XCX was her MSN messenger name. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Full there you go. Yeah. So maybe she's going to have to get on board and we'll do that band together, the screen name people. I don't know. I think there's something there. I, I think that album could have a lot of great 
sounds to use to the first the first sound of the owl will be that like that like aol dial tone thing that like yes so ear like ear screeching and just awful yeah. yeah yeah it's painful but it's nostalgic and sometimes the past is painful no one would but no one would know nowadays no one would know what that is so it's like why even i don't even know if it'd be worth putting it in what there do you mean? what do you mean nobody's gonna know what are you making what do you make only making songs for generation alpha like who are you i only make songs for fetuses 14 year old tiktokers that's all i do songs for dude 14 and under <laughs> yeah yeah that's my demographic fresh from the womb yeah. <laughs> Maybe sophomore year of high school. <laughs> Five-year-old, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be called Generation Alpha. That's the name of their generation. Oh, oh that wasn't even that, – that's, that's real? That's real. So it's like it's, – so it's Generation Z is younger than us, and then younger than them is Generation Because oh, you can't go below Z, like, uh, on the alphabet. Yeah, so you got to go. Start again, I guess. So then the next one will be Generation B or something. I don't know. Beta? Beta. Wow, that's so weird. I can't. That's weird. That's weird. About it. Uh, that's like a twenty thirty five thing. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll revisit that in fifteen years. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts, everybody? Um, I actually have a question that I saw on a Reddit thread from one of your fans. Yeah. Since John helped you uh, write Stacy, they had actually said on Reddit they were like, "I wonder if he's the background vocals in the song." He is. He is. Ah. Yes, of yeah. Um, I think it's cool too because like that's a big part of the song um, and just to kind of have his flavor on it like I know he helped write it but just to have his voice on it I think is really cool it's funny because he does that like he wrote Trumpets by Jason Derulo and his voice is actually in the Trumpets part of that song too so he's done it a few times in other records he's wrote so it's kind of cool that he, he did that with mine and um, yeah but, but yes that is that is his voice he is such very a cool he is a gift to humanity, a gift to music. I love John. Yep. yep. Has John been on the show before or no? Yeah, a long time ago. Long really? Time. I can barely remember. No, I'm kidding. It's one of my, I mean, Human Condition changed my life. Oh, That's it's amazing. All-time favorite album ever. It's amazing. Hand of God is like one of my favorite songs ever. So good. Uh, I'm going to go listen to that. Uh, a letter to my younger self, please. No, like, don't don't listen to don't listen to that. Listen to my album. I'm talking. I, I, I've soaked it in two times in the last twenty four hours, but I will be adding many of these records to my everyday playlist because they're really great. Thank you, thanks, yeah. thank you, man. Phenomenal. I feel very understood by these songs. So, thank you, man. That means a lot. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you've done a phenomenal job, uh, Daniel. Do you have final thoughts? What's your favorite record besides? Uh, um, uh, uh, sleep, uh, sleep while I drive. Sorry. Uh, sleep when my drive. Sleep when I drive, and then the last one. What, whatever. I forget the name of that one. Everything I need. Everything yeah, I need. Yeah. Everything I need. Yeah. Mm. Well, no. Listen, I, I, I love getting older. I don't wish I was still in high school, but those were some of the best days of my life. So I think this album's incredible. It makes you think really? about all those days when you were talking about smoking. Me and my friends used to hide outside of my friend's house and try to smoke out of an apple. So you know. Does that does that work? Yes. I mean, yeah, you can make yeah. a bowl out of an apple, yeah. Seriously? So easy. Yeah. I've, I've always seen that in, like, television and stuff and movies, but I never really knew if that was, like, a legit thing or not. You need a two hole, so you're going to core from the top to the bottom, right? And you're going <laughs> to throw, uh, like, a, a, like a, a carp, I think they call it, like, in the sides. So that's, like, where you, you hold your finger. Yeah, yeah. You take foil and you poke some <laughs> holes into it and then you pack uh, you pack the weed into the foil on top of the apple and then 
you like you you well you need three holes so you like so it's one for the carp one for the stocking and then one for the weed so then like it ends up being like a right 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 i've done a whole lot of work this is great for this is great for generation alpha to hear (laughs) (laughs) now i mean by the time they're ready to do that they're weed from the from the air you know (laughs) yeah concentrated cloud that just hangs in front of their you're gonna be smoking it in packs like right, right. like a disposable like just imagine just like you're holding a cloud of smoke you know <laughs> put in their mouth that's the life that's the dream that hopefully we'll get there one day future of bud yeah um, yeah anyway this was a lot of fun mike thanks for hanging out i really appreciate you and your music very much dude please thanks guys i love and uh congratulations on your second bulldog so dude Oh, I wish. I think he's. I would love to get him in here. I don't know. Yeah, I think he might. I really want to see him. <laughs> They're gorgeous animals. It, you follow Quinn on the Instagram to see them. And yeah. I really liked your uh, quarantine game show that you were doing early on. Yeah, dude. yeah man. Thank you, dude. We, that was fun. We did like five weeks of, of that and uh, a little live stream game show on Instagram. That was cool. We got to like donate some money to. Uh, to the Black Lives Matter movement and coronavirus and stuff. So it was it was a cool way to kind of like interact with fans and and do some trivia so it was it was it was good are you doing music right now or is this more of a self-discovery moment in your life um it's kind of it's kind of both it's like it's like we're still in the thick of like album album promo and stuff but um i'm writing a little bit right now i think once the album comes out though i'm gonna like hunk because i mean like i'm not going on tour so i definitely have time to write another album so probably gonna happen um pretty soon while i'll get back into the into like studio mode um, but kind of, but to answer your question, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of just more of like in reflective kind of being myself and, and working on myself a bit, which is, which is always necessary. So that's, that's totally. good. And, and that will influence the music when it's time. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep. Quinn mm-hmm. 92, everybody. I really appreciate you, dude. Dude, Zach. Thanks buddy. I appreciate it, man. Always, a, always a blast being on here. Have, have me on anytime you want. I can just come on and we can talk about apples and generation alpha and stuff so i, I mean uh, if you need different ways to learn how to smoke with household items all me i mean you want to make a gravity bong also, a- dude like also let's just go to concerts together you know we enjoy good times we enjoy a couple cocktails it's like let's just like hit me up we can all do it i will i, I want i i'm really bummed dude i'm not gonna lie like i was so looking forward to seeing y'all like it, it, i was gonna come to three or four different cities that was my plan i know um, and I, such a bummer dude, your show is so fucking good you put on such Thank a superb you. stage show and you leave it all out there and your energy is through the roof thank you and watching you do your thing up there is such a treat and thank you. It, it, the energy in the room to, the, the unity that is formed with your audience and it's really it's really something special i really i really enjoy myself thanks man perform seriously Thank you, man. Yeah, dude, I'm hoping sooner than later I can do it again, but we'll see. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah. Vaccines, baby. Vaccines. I'm working on one right now, so I'm going to let you guys know if it works. <laughs> you have big work to get to. I'll test it on my dogs first, and then I'll let you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give me a vaccine. Put it in my veins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, thank you, guys. Peace and love to you, sir. Yep. Great talking to you guys. Dan, Ricky. Good seeing you. Talk to you guys soon. Later. Later, everybody. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.